This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is none other than Derek Roddenbeck. He is an artist and he's looking to increase his revenue. If you want your chance to enter and to win 100 bucks each Monday on the show, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444. Good morning, Top Tribe. You are listening to episode 292 of The Top. Be sure to tune in bright and early tomorrow morning to hear from Brian Lay. He breaks down the math behind Donald Trump's brain, finally. Okay, good morning, Top Tribe. I've got my coffee this morning, and I gotta tell you, you're gonna really enjoy our guest this morning. His name is Carlo Cisco. He's currently the founder and CEO of Select, which is a private membership community that provides access to exclusive events, savings, and perks at thousands of premier partners locations across the globe. Before that, he was super involved at Groupon and many other companies that you might know, and also was active in investing. We'll get into all of that and more. Carlo, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, all yes, right. I did. Yeah. Let's do this, man. So first things first, uh, you look pretty young, but it sounds like you have a lot of success. How old are you? Uh, so I'm 28. 28. Very cool. So tell us real quick before we get into Select, what did you uh, tell us what you did before Select and kind of how you got into entrepreneurship in general? Yeah, sure. So I started my first business when I was 18. Uh, I had an events uh, planning and promotion business while I was in school at University of Miami. Um, basically doing like large uh, scale takeover type events. So 300 plus um, attendees. Uh, with all the different premier nightlife venues, some hotels, some retailers, et cetera. Um, I was also actively investing while I was in school. I majored in finance. Um, so I was doing a lot of that. And then investing uh, in what kind of stuff? Just a curiosity, because we have a lot of people listening that are 18, 16, 19. Yeah, sure. So I, I was doing mostly tech companies initially. Um, and you know, this was before the recession. So the, the first thing I bought was Apple. And then um, I bought a couple of different tech companies. Some of them got acquired. And then, uh, you know, during the recession, I bought a whole bunch of different stuff. Uh, I got Baidu during the recession, which oh, was really awesome. Um, got, uh, you know, a bunch of the different financial companies, Goldman, Morgan Stanley, um, and also just other companies that were kind of like leaders in industry. That's what I always look for is kind of who's the best in this industry. Um, because that's typically the company that's going to outperform everyone else. Uh, ignoring the, I'm sure spectacular returns you've gotten from your investments. You made in 08 when everything was suppressed. What yep. was, what was the total value? Just, and I'm asking this question because again, this is valuable for our young listeners who are thinking yep. about investing. How much total were you putting in per month just into stocks? Are we talking a grand, five grand, 10 grand more? Yeah, that's a great question. So it was basically, I turned about like 9,000 I had put away um, from the events company into about 85,000 uh, mm -hmm. by a year after graduation. So within four or five years. Um, so it was a pretty nice return. And graduation was what year? Uh, 2009. Um, so it was okay. right as we were starting to come out of the recession. That's great. That's really great. Okay. So take us, uh, take us to what happens after the events company. Uh, so after the events company came up to New York, worked with a uh, trading firm up here. Um, so, you know, still doing a lot of like stock investing stuff. 
I liked it. I didn't love it. It's kind of the opposite of investing. Um, you know, trading is much more about kind of short-term manipulation and, and arbitrage opportunities and that sort of stuff. Um, and then about a year and a half in, I got offered the opportunity to join Groupon uh, when they were sort of in crazy growth phase. So I actually got to go help build Groupon in Japan, uh, which was an incredible experience. Groupon is kind of like the ultimate startup on steroids story. Uh, it was the fastest growing company in history at that time. Um, and Japan was just the epitome of that. They had a, acquired a company with about 20 people and, you know, not really significant revenue. And then within a couple months, we had over 700 people, over 20 million a month in revenue. So it was really uh, Groupon's, you know, kind of extreme growth story. And in Japan, it was, you know, Groupon on steroids. It was, it was absolutely crazy, um, but a tremendous experience and a lot of fun. Did you get in early enough where you got equity? No, unfortunately, I was just past it. Uh, so they. Uh, what they employee had, number were you? Uh, I would say probably in like the low thousands. Okay. Um, so, so they had already they were already operating in probably I would say fifteen to twenty countries. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, you know they it was I basically joined right before they turned down uh, Google's offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know shortly after that was when they raised nine hundred and fifty million, and then that was when it was like okay we're just starting here, but here's our goals for this month, the following month. And, you know, they were all crazy, but we were actually able to beat them. Um, so yeah. it was a really fun time. Why are these guys getting, so living social, obviously biggest competitor, they, these guys are just getting crushed right now. Yeah. Why are yeah. they, why are they, what's, what's, there's something flawed with the business model. Why are they getting crushed? Yeah. So that, and that, that's, you know, part of where the inspiration for select came from. Um, but you know, the, the issue is that the merchants that were doing it initially thought that it was going to be great for their brand. They thought that they were going to have all these repeat customers. They thought the customers would spend more when they were there. None of those things are true. Um, less than 20% of the customers ever return. Uh, there are places that have literally shut down um, by doing a daily deal. And then, um, you know, what happens, what's happened in the market, and it was easy to see, there was actually a point where I bought Groupon stock because it was really, really low um, and then sold it. I got kind of lucky at almost an absolute high. Um, but like what's happened is all these other companies have kind of faded out because they were basically trying to do what Groupon was doing and like undercut them by like 10 or 20%. But that's pretty irrelevant. Um, when they're already giving up, you know, up to 50% or sometimes even more on these deals. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's always going to be certain businesses it works for. Um, You know, a lot of businesses are are really high gross margin. So it makes a tremendous amount of sense for them to get the exposure to, to get the customers. But for someone like, you know, a premier restaurant or a premier hotel or, you know, any sort of brand that's important that has other costs and, you know, needs the loyalty, um, doesn't make as much sense. And, and that's kind of the gap that we've, uh, that we've been filling with select, but I think that Groupon itself will always exist. Um, they've been doing a tremendous job. Groupon goods is a huge success. Um, you know, that's basically just their arm that sells products is now over half of their business. Most people don't realize that, um, is selling the products, not the local stuff. Um, so they'll always be around, but I think most of the other companies are going to go away. And we've been seeing that over time. Guild just got acquired. Living Social is in dire straits. They sold their best asset to Groupon um, about a year and a half ago. So I think Fab, we'll see a lot of Fab these. Fab went out of business. Yeah, Fab was a disaster. Yeah, big, big disaster. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So tell us about Select. W- what year did you start it in? So we started working on it uh, about three and a half years ago. So it was right around... Um, like 2013, I would say, uh, is when we were starting to like test the concept, talk to partners. Um, you know, basically we wanted to see, uh, you know, see if the, the partners would buy into it, um, see, you know, what the, how the customers would take to it. 
Um, and the idea there is it's twofold. Um, so on the merchant side, we wanted to work with the premier brands, these places that people actually want to go. And we wanted to get them to provide our members with something on an ongoing basis. Um, but, you know, it's something that's typically profitable for them, sustainable for them. And it gets the right customer to come, not just to come through the door, but to come back again and again and again. So it's, it really makes sense for the businesses. Um, you know, the businesses have been really, really happy with it. And then on the customer side, we basically positioned it sort of against uh, the premier credit cards. Um, you know, so I saw that space too. And you, you're looking at, um, you know, these annual fees kind of ranging from a hundred to up to 2,500 for, for Centurion plus initiation fees and stuff, um, for benefits that have really been, you know, basically points you might may or may not be able to use towards travel and then a bunch of crap that you're never, ever going to use. So I saw this opportunity with the merchants and thought, okay, I think we can get them to buy in. And so Carlo, then, Carlo, how do you make money from this? So it's an annual membership fee. Um, so members pay $250 a year okay. uh, to have access to um, the card, all the benefits, the platform, uh, et cetera. And what are, so like I'm on this, uh, you know, I, I was on the site, did research yep. before this. I'm, you know, if I want to stay at the standard in, in, in LA, is the yep. rate I'm going to find on here cheaper than what I would find for like that same listing on hotel tonight? Yes. Uh, well, hotel tonight is kind of an exception. Um, so all of our rates are below the lowest publicly available rate. Um, Hotel Tonight is probably the only exception because they have access uh, to like last minute inventory. So their prices change. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're booking more than a week out, it is definitely going to be lower than Hotel Tonight. Um, if you're booking two nights out or something like that, Hotel Tonight or even the night of, then Hotel Tonight might be less. Okay. So how many currently, how many members do you have? It's March, 2016. How many members are paying? Yeah, it's just over 9,000. Okay. Just over 9,000 and they're all paying 250 bucks per year. So what did you guys do in total 2015 revenue? Uh, so total revenue. So it was actually just under 700,000. So we have, um, one B2B deal, uh, that's at like a volume discount. So that's uh-huh. where part of those memberships come from. And then the price has increased over time. Wait, so when I didn't we, follow that. I didn't follow that. How does that business, how does that deal get you th- uh, a bunch of memberships? So it's a uh, publicly traded REIT, uh, essentially, that, oh. that has memberships uh, for the tenants in their buildings. Um, so that, that was to sort of solve the marketplace problem. We wanted to have enough people in the system to keep the partners happy and then started doing a lot more direct-to-consumer on top of that. And then the direct-to-consumer prices increased over time. It was initially 150 and now we're up to 250 and it'll probably continue to increase. Um, so what, what, tell me what I'm missing. Cause even at the price that you started at, which was, which was 150 bucks times yeah. 9,000, I think that comes out to something like 1.3 million annually, but you're at 700, 2015. Was that a group discount you did with that B2B deal? Exactly. Got yes. it. That, so that's, what's driving the average down. Exactly. Okay. Got it. And you needed that volume to have negotiation leverage to get more people in the platform. Yep. Yep. We needed to basically make the system work. Got it. Okay. So 2016, what do you guys think you'll do? Probably around uh, two and a half to three. That's really um, impressive. Almost tripling yeah. year over year. Yeah, yeah. So we're so we're over a million dollar run right now. Um, it's what are you in ninety like ish or something in February twenty sixteen? Yeah, ninety five. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. So what about? Tell me. I'm always interested in these kinds of businesses. Churn. What is yeah. what is month to month churn? Yeah. So so all of our memberships are annual, um, but the annual retention rate right now is is over 75%, which is way ahead of what we were expecting for the first year. Is that high um, for the industry? I, know, I don't know what industry standard is here. It, it's high. So it would be normal for sort of like later years in the program. It, it sort of puts us in like the top 20% or so um, of programs like this. Top 20, um, you said? 
Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, kind of up there with like a lot of the credit cards, but obviously the credit cards have a different use beyond benefits. Um, you know, it's how people pay for things. Um, so to be coming in at, at 75% in the first year is, is pretty unusual. We were expecting like 60 to 65. Um, and, and we'll see where it stays, but I think it's going to stay above 70 for sure and is only going up from here as we continue to add value and continue to improve all of our systems and everything that we do. Got it. Very good. So 75% annual retention. Uh, tell me about uh, financing history. Are you guys self-financed or have you raised capital? So we've uh, raised capital, but uh, I guess minimal amount uh, for our stage. Um, so we've raised just under 800,000. Uh, and that was a seed and, round? Yeah, it was in like multiple sort of like note rounds and seed rounds. And we did uh, an accelerator program called Entrepreneur's Roundtable Accelerator. Uh-huh. Um, did but, they take uh, equity as part of the accelerator or no? They do. Yeah. How much? Six, seven uh, percent? Uh, eight. Uh, oh, eight. So they, okay. Yeah. So they get they get a nice piece. Um, but they're why'd you do that? You helpful. seem like you've had a lot of success. Why'd you feel like you needed them? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, so I think it never hurts to have uh, a big network like that on your side. Um, and to, you know, it, it basically just sped everything up for us. Now we were, we're in an interesting situation because things kind of took off for us right after we had, we had decided to go into the accelerator program. Ah. So, so it was kind of a whirlwind. Um, but I'm still really glad we get, did it because the, the network is tremendous. The partners, particularly with ERA, are unbelievably helpful. Um, I don't know what it's like with most accelerators, but from what I've heard, um, it's not the same level of attention that you get at ERA. The partners are there 10, 12 hours a day. Um, they'll introduce you to anyone that they can, help with anything they can. And that continues after the program. Um, you know, I was actually talking to one of them <laughs> at like midnight last night because um, wow. we got some stuff going on. So, um, so the group there is, is really, really amazing. So I'm definitely glad we did it. I would say we probably didn't need it, but it certainly didn't hurt. Okay, let's go into some more unit economics. What are you willing to pay for a customer, a new customer? Yeah, that's a, so that's a great question. Um, as long as we can break even, that's what's good for us. Uh, right now, our blended uh, CPA is actually about 154. So at a pretty nice profit. Um, and just to yeah. articulate to for the audience, because we have yep. people talk about CPAs all the time. Very rarely are people sophisticated enough to talk about their blended CPA. That's an all-in cost. Yeah, exactly. So that includes um, like viral um, referrals, that sort of stuff. Paid ad spend. Everything. What about yeah. headcount? Um, marketing team headcount. Uh, it doesn't. Well, the marketing team right now is basically me. Okay. <laughs> but but uh, your salary is not included in that. No. Okay. Um, what about, so lifetime value, obviously you said you've been around for three years. Do you have any sense of how many years on average the customer stays with you? Yeah. So, you know, we're thinking on average it's going to be around three years. So, so the lifetime value we've got calculated right now is around, uh, it's just over 900. Uh, it's 920, I think. Uh Um, the reason it goes up a little bit from, uh, 750 is because we're also getting a little bit of, uh, revenue from affiliate commission and, uh, from events and sponsorships. Um, those aren't our focus. You know, the membership fee is kind of what the bulk of the business is. Uh, but they do kind of add to the bottom line. So you're ba- so, so if I'm doing this correctly, your your CAC to LTV ratio is almost is almost like one to seven, which is or one yeah, to six, really which nice. is really impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. impressive. How big is the team? How many team members? So we're up to uh, thirteen full time uh, and a few other part time. Okay, got it. Okay, very cool. And then um, who's your target market for this kind of thing? Like, describe them to me. 
Yeah, it's interesting. So it's uh, a bit broader than we uh, initially expected in terms of age. Um, you know, we were kind of thinking that this was for uh, 25 to 35 year old uh, urban professional, typically high income, go getter, going out and doing these things. Um, what we found is it's more like 25 to 45. Um, definitely still high income, definitely that urban professional. Uh, the other thing that's been interesting is we're seeing a whole range of industries. Um, you know, there's definitely definitely heavy concentrations in finance and entrepreneurship. Um, but, uh, you see everything from entertainment to, um, you know, to, to media, to, uh, arts and culture. It's really, you see people from all walks of life, um, coming in and applying. So it's been a really interesting and diverse, uh, group compared to what we thought. And will that you, has been, will you ever get into like the Soho house model where you actually have physical assets on your balance sheet or no? We've definitely thought about it, so I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I think it would have to be done correctly, and the delicate balance for us is we also have this network of you know like thousands of partner locations. So we want, exactly. So yeah. so we want to make sure we don't don't do it in a way that would piss them off. Well, Carlo, I'm going to link to everything you have mentioned in the you know, the site, everything you've talked about in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top two nine two. And Carlo, before we get to my favorite part of the show, which is the wrap up portion, where can people connect with you personally online if they want to follow Select's story? Yeah, sure. Uh, LinkedIn's a great place to follow. I'm on Twitter as well. Um, Instagram would be a good place to follow for the visuals. And then, of course, uh, the Select Facebook page always has all of our big updates. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see... Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. All right, Top Tribe, there you have it. That's your way to connect to Carlo. And Carlo, my heart is pounding, man. We're about to get my favorite part of the show. Do you know what time it is? Uh, what time it's is time it? It's time for the <laughs> Five. Are you ready? Sure. All right, number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, it's either uh, Intelligent Investor or Zero to One. Uh, intelligent investor. That's Buffett's book. He always recommends, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a Benjamin, it's by Benjamin Graham. Yep. It's a great book. If you are looking to get into investing, what was the second one? Uh, zero to one. So that's oh, the, yeah. the recent Peter Thiel. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Now, number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying? Uh, I don't follow anyone too closely, but I think Mark Zuckerberg is pretty fascinating. Um, I remember watching a speech he did at disrupt, uh, a few years ago and wanting to buy the stock. Uh, I waited for a dip. It never happened. I was so mad, <laughs> but, uh, I think he's great. I think he makes a lot of really interesting decisions. I think he's doing a lot of really interesting things. Um, so he, to me is probably the most fascinating. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like fresh books? Uh, so I, I guess I have a couple for different uses. So I love intercom for CRM. Um, I love Trello for project management and recently have really been a big fan of Slack for communication. 
Okay, next question. Actually, you said you're you said you are 28 years old today, right? Yeah. And what's are you married, single? Do you have kids? I uh, engaged. And yo, congratulations! That's exciting. Yeah, thank you. So yeah. here's a question: You're engaged. Uh, you're 28. You're building this empire. Yes or no? Are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Uh, I am not. Uh, fortunately, I, I operate pretty well on six to seven. It used to be less than that, but I'm starting to get a little older. So I, I <laughs> more. all right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. And then last question, Carlo, uh, take us back. What would it be? Uh, let's see. Take us back eight years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? I would just say, you know, get ready for a wild ride. I, I really like uh, the way that everything's going, the way everything's turned out. Um, so I would just say like, get ready for some crazy stuff. <laughs> Top drive. There you have it. Get crazy and be ready for it from Carlo who got in early at Groupon. He's obviously had a lot of success in investing when he was young, putting nine grand into stocks and returning over 85 grand over four to five years uh, up to 2009. Uh, he took advantage of the two, 2008 dip with more stock investments again, then got into a trading firm in New York now in select, which did in 2015, 700 grand in sales on track to do 2.5 million here in 2016 as he building his next empire. Carlo, thank you for taking us to the top. Yeah, thank you for having me. You bet. If you guys enjoyed Carlo today, go back and listen to episode 291 yesterday with venture capitalist Michael Eisenberg. He invested in WeWork early on. He's going to make a boatload of money on that. And now he runs a $150 million Israeli-focused venture capital fund. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars. And I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right? When you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator, go sign up now to get your free money. HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.